This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 612 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by FeedXL.com, where horse folks go for accurate, unbiased nutrition information. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Kim Walness. Kim competed her legendary partner, the Grey Goose, in Europe and in the United States as a member of the United States equestrian team in from 1980 to 1986. Her career highlights include winning team and individual bronze medals at the World Three-Day Event Championships in Lumellen, Germany, and winning the prestigious Rolex Kentucky Three-Day Event in 1982. These days, she travels throughout the United States as an instructor and coach. Today's tip is about positive intentions. But before we get to today's tip, a word about today's sponsor, FeedXL.com. I just got my FeedXL newsletter the other day, and it was just brimming with information that I could put to use right away. For example, this little tidbit from FeedXL top tip number 35. Spring is just around the corner. As the grass begins to grow, you still need to concern yourself with your horse's nutrition, even if they're knee-deep in it. The mineral content in particular of fast-growing grasses and forages is often deficient in several key minerals required by horses on a daily basis. This is a good time to review your diets, which I did. Also check out this super article written by Dr. Richards about spring pastures titled Spring and Autumn Pastures. Hit them up today, feedxl.com. Review your horse's diet and learn a whole bunch about nutrition. Now enjoy today's tip. Well, welcome back, Kim Walness, my favorite international champion event rider and coach. Um, What have you got for us today in the tips file? Thank you, Jennifer. I'm honored. Well, today I thought we might discuss actually speaking to your horse. And, and that might sound a little weird, but it has been my experience over way too many years for me to mention on the, in the on public radio station that horses really respond to the human voice and that they understand far more than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, continue. You got, you got my okay. interest peaked here. Okay, so it's uh, it's very important, I think, that we we look at our horse before we get on. We look at him, get his focus on us, and say, "I'd like to tell you my intention for the day. This is what I'd like to work on," and be specific. Like, don't just say, "I'd like to work on better half passes," or "I'd like to work on a better down transition." Instead, say something like, if, for, if it was for the down transition, say, I'd like for you to, what we're going to work on today is me giving you a clear request to shift your weight back and bring your back up and shift your weight to your hindquarters when I ask you to and stop softly, like a leaf falling to the ground, not just, or stop 
five paces after I've asked you, but like, stop like when a- I ask, and this is how I would like for you to do it, depending on your discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, some disciplines want that abrupt halt, and some disciplines want the leaf falling gently to the ground. Mm-hmm. Or um, I'd like to work on, on improving our half passes. Well, what does that mean? That means I'd like for you to flex correctly in the right direction with your nose, vertic- both nostrils in line with one another and, and the inside nostril in line with the head, which means the ears aren't tipped one way or the other, the nose isn't tipped one way or the other, and... And uh, moving softly with fluid muscles instead of tensely, um, having the body be in alignment instead of the haunches leading. You know, be specific with a horse. This is what I want to work on. And while you're working with him, give him feedback on that because they give us feedback all the time. We just don't realize that. We call it resistance or the horse is having a bad mood. But actually, he's trying to say, wow, could you get out of my way, please? Or how about letting me know if I'm on the right track? Yes. Which which brings up another point. Um, it's very important to reward with your voice and praise or a pad or whatever your horse it feels the most motivated by. My horse is the cookie. But other horses do really well with praise. For the steps in, along the way to... Um, achieving a new goal in a movement. So mm-hmm. if, let's say, you want your horse to line up on the mounting block for you and stand there quietly while you get on and wait until you signal him to move off. Well, if you just keep pulling his head around or doing things until he's got all those pieces together before you reward him, he hasn't got a clue what's going on. But if you tell him what you want before you go up there ask and tell him, I need you to line your body up here. That means... Stand with your haunches and your shoulders next to this box. I need for you to move up a little bit more for me. Or And then now plant your feet. Plant your feet while I get on. Or stay still, whatever words you want to use. Okay. And then each time he does those things, you know, work on him lining up on you first. There's some wonderful natural horsemanship things on the Internet that teach you how to line your horse up on a mounting block or a fence post or anything. And it is a handy skill, let me tell you. Oh, uh, my horse, as I, I call it, he picks me up. He picks me up anywhere. I can be out on the trail and find a rock on the side of a hill. And if I can get up there and climb on that rock, he will study the ground and figure out how to align his body on me, even if it's really hard. He will find a way. And then he'll actually lean the saddle over to me if he <laughs> has to, to close the gap. I mean, what a good guy. He, and both sides, left and right, he'll do it from either side. That's a very valuable tool. But I taught him, and I only taught him, it only took me two days to teach him. I taught him by first teaching him to line up, and then I taught him to stand. And then I, you know, each little thing, and as I've gotten older and my knees don't bend as well, I've had to adjust the way he lines up on the mounting block now. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Do you think, and there was two things I noticed as we were going through that. I noticed that when you are discussing your intentions of your ride for the day with your horse, um, you framed them in a positive way. In other words, you didn't say to your horse, today, I don't want you to crow hop when we pick up the left leg canter. But you did say, today, we are going to work on our left leg canter, and I want you to carry your haunches straight behind you instead of to the outside. Um, Talk to me about the difference between bringing your intention, intentions to your horse in a conversation 
using a positive look versus a negative one? That's a very important point. I'm really glad you brought that up. When you speak to um, folks like animal communicators or even educators of young children, they will all tell you young children and animals do not understand the word not. (laughs) (laughs) They only get positive. And the reason that's touted for this is that um, 99% of us, or most of us anyway, we form images in our mind of that which we're speaking. And when we say, don't crow hop, what we're picturing is the horse crow hopping with like a flash through it. Don't do this. But since animals and children can only understand positive things, they have to be taught about negative. That's just not in their vocabulary. It's not in their mindset, the negative thing. Only the positives are in there. Then they're like, oh, you want me to crow hop more? How come I get punished for that? that wait a minute. That doesn't make sense to me. No, there you I'm go. not you, trusting you, you. Yeah, you've just set yourself up for failure right there. Exactly. Exactly. And this takes practice. It takes practice to frame things in a positive way. So because we don't, you, we don't, I'm saying it right now, um, we don't realize how often we use the word don't. Mm-hmm. We, uh, our language is full of negatives, and so it takes practice. And sometimes I have to stop myself and say, okay, how can I frame that differently? How can I put that in a positive sense? And that's when I said, you know, I had to find ways that we want to say, excuse me, stop moving your feet. And that doesn't make sense to the horse. So I, instead I came up with plant your feet. Just, uh-huh. They must be still. Yes. So that, that, that's very interesting to put it that way because I would, have, I, I, w- I would have to really stop and think, okay, how can I tell my horse's feet to be still? In other words, how can I say or bring to my horse's attention that I want him to be still mm-hmm. without saying don't move? Mm-hmm. So that, mm-hmm. that really does help us as riders and equestrians to rethink how we're communicating because when you're riding – your physical aids also need to follow that same pattern. You cannot say to your horse physically, with your aids, don't crow hop. There's no aid for not crow hop. Correct. There is an aid for canter left, an aid for canter right, a, an incorrect aid for canter left, which is going to maybe make the horse crow hop. There are many hop. of those. <laughs> but if we, if we try to rethink both our mental and verbal conversation pre-ride, but we also mm-hmm. rethink our physical aids while we ride, mm-hmm. I think that's going to really vastly improve how clearly we're communicating with our horses. I agree. Wow. That is the best 10-minute tip ever. <laughs> I just had a light bulb moment, Kim. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. That is awesome. So we're going to take our conversation before we ride, and we're going to bring it to the table, and we're going to talk to our horse about it clearly, Mm -hmm. succinctly, and Mm -hmm. in a positive frame of mind. We're not going to not do things. We are going to accomplish things positively. Mm -hmm. And then we're Mm -hmm. going to carry that into the saddle so that our physical aids and our mental outlook have that same positive we are going to ask for canter left and as we do that we are going to support the outside shoulder 
the word crow hop doesn't need to come into the conversation because that's no. what we don't want to happen. That's right. And if we're, what, what I have found is if you're breaking it down like this and thinking in positive terms and you're, you're really doing what Mark Rashid calls rewarding the try, when the horse even thinks about doing something differently, so let's take your Leslie Canner aid. Um, if the horse normally, when you ask him to canter, crow hops, then you have to kind of look at, hmm, you know, well, first, of course, you'd look at your tack and make sure it's not hurting him, is your saddle or your pads or that kind of thing. And then you have to say, well, let me think about myself. Am I leaning too far forward? Am I leaning to the inside? Am I, what could I be? Is, is there any way in which I could be causing this issue? And if you can't find that, then you think, okay, how could I set it up differently? This is how I normally do it. Let's see. Normally, I, I kind of lean forward a little to the left, and I cue him with my inside or outside leg, depending on your discipline. Have you and been watching me working. ride lately, Kim? <laughs> huh? Really? <laughs> we tend to throw our horses onto the lead, especially if they're young. Uh, but what I found, you know, so if you're going to break the mold, because, you know, if you keep doing what you've always done, then you're going to get the same result. Yeah. So I've got to do something different. So, hmm, let me think about how a horse canters. He, the first, that first step is on the outside hind. Well, what if I put my weight on my outside seat bone and I weighted his outside hind? What if I got him to put his weight to the outside? Now, if I get my horse on his right hind leg, that's going to free up his left shoulder. Hmm, there's a thought. And if I've been turning his head to the outside to try to throw him on that lead, well, maybe I could do something different. I mean, but the first thing you would do is say, let me just see if I can get his weight over to the right side. And if you, if you um, bring your center, not your shoulders, because that's leaning and that's going to dig your seat bone down in, but if you bring your center over to the outside a little bit and... Maybe open the outside rein a little to get him to put a little more weight on his outside legs and the horse shifts over. Then you would really reward that. Good boy. Now the horse is already saying, oh, I, wow, she's, she's happy with what I did there. Hmm. And you ask again and the horse moves his weight over and you praise him again. Good boy. That's exactly what I want you to do. We're going to try this differently. Now let's see. Yeah, okay. So that's working. Let me try this depart again oh nope nope he's still trying to crow hop okay so i gotta fix something else all right so let me see i'm gonna i'm gonna turn his nose to the inside just slightly instead of to the outside any and the horse goes jesus this what you want and you gotta say yeah good thought you had there oh man that was a great try thank you then the horse is getting in a more positive frame of mind instead of saying Hmm, here comes that daggone canter depart thing again. I just hate that. <laughs> Getting all tense. <laughs> and, of course, you're up there thinking, oh, God, I hope he doesn't buck me off this time. You know, that's already going down a road you don't want to go. But if yes. you can reward those little tries, then the horse is going to really start working for you and seeking, seeking what you want. And now you've got a partnership developing and trust. When he starts to anticipate the praise, you've really yes. stepped into a new area. When he goes, okay, I'm going to try this, and I know you're going to scratch my favorite spot as soon as I do it. Exactly. And that's when you've really gotten to the point where the positives of the conversation, the positives of the mindset, and the positives of the physical aids have come together to create a new level of, um, of communication between you and your horse. So there you go. 
fabulous. Yay! And every ride be a good ride. Every ride be a good ride. Well, thanks again for the really great tip. I'm definitely going to use that one. That's a really light bulb moment for me. I'm going to bring that to the barn with me tomorrow. I might even bring it to dinner with me this evening. So. Well, now, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stopping by again, Kim, and we'll be seeing you again soon. I look forward to it. Take care. Well, there you go. Kim's so much fun to talk to. To listen to all of Kim's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also visit her website at thewayofthehorse.com or search Kim Wellness on Facebook. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been FeedXL.com, who is in turn responsible for Beaker's Well-Balanced Diet. I stop there at least four times a year, log into my account, and make sure my horse's diet stays balanced through all of the seasons. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.